MLM Nation, episode 593. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm Right up to introduce our special guest today. It's none other than myself. Okay. Um, maybe that wasn't that funny, but hey, Simon Chan, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, I am ready to make it happen. If you are ready to make it happen, ML Nation, we got a special episode today on rank advancements. How to five ways for you to make your next rank advancement happen. We're going to go cover a lot of things, to-dos, and also concepts, the psychology behind getting your team to do things, and a lot of common mistakes a lot of leaders make. I've seen in my uh, almost 20 years in the profession, you can say two decades, it's coming in a couple years, two more years. I'm actually on to my 17th, 18th year this year. So let's talk about, let's go right into it. Number one is uh, why do you need to do a rank advancement? And uh, in our group, Purpose Driven Networkers, by the way, if you haven't heard of it, we go prospect every single day. And here's the thing about it. You know, every, on every Friday, we have this thing called Feel Good Friday where people share their wins, right? And it's not necessary for you, the concept, and, and when you're sharing it, but it's inspiring others. Like people in the group love hashtag Feel Good Friday and we celebrate our wins in Purpose Driven Networkers. We prospect 11 days, 11 times a week with me on Zoom. And then we celebrate our wins. You get to ask questions. And when you in that community, that fires people up. So the first lesson is when you're doing a rank advancement, doesn't matter where you are. It's not necessary for yourself. Of course, you get the rank, the title, the it's good for your ego. And I'm basically talking to some of you who says, I don't, I just love it. I don't need to push myself. It's not about you, it's about others, right? It's about you're inspiring others. And when you do it, it's also a form of accountability for yourself. And you're afraid of sharing, then you got to understand that, hey, the fear is going to, the fear of like rank advancement, that fear is going to hold you back from success as well. It's good to push yourself and, and you're not doing it for you, you're doing it for your team. So I'll give you an example. When I went, uh, became what our company called the number one fastest growing distributor, we, I won the President's Award. Immediately that year afterwards, five of my leaders hit Million Dollar Club. Okay, million dollar club members. It, it hit the million dollar mark in my downline, and uh, a million dollars was was in one year a million. It was just a like cumulative. They were getting there, but immediately they hit rank and they got there. Right? They were a long way, long way. They they started like th- I think they made it in like four years, three years, uh, two three years like that in the million dollars, which is a lot. And so it was basically multiple six figures, right? But they were far off, and these are experienced leaders that I attracted. I did a lot of online marketing, attracted the top, top leaders in the Philippines. And uh, they were a little bit far off. But once I got that rank, that inspired them. And next thing, boom, the next year, they hit that, right? So it's not about, and that happened to my U.S. team as well. When I first became a diamond director, I inspired uh, people to, you know, they jump rank and basically earn enough to go full time. So it's not about you. It's about your team. The second thing is, um, you know, Rank advancements is not going to happen right away. You got to be patient, right? So it's not like, hey, I'm going to go for a rank. Simon, I'm going to go for a rank advancement today. Um, Next week, it's going to happen. It's not going to happen right away. You do need some time to ramp up. And that's why I want you to listen to it and start planning out action steps and start ramp up your plan. It takes normally 
one to two months to create that momentum for your rank advancement. So say you want a rank rank advancement. Uh, right now, as we're recording this, is in February. If you want your rank advancement in uh, March 1st, it's probably too late. Okay, it's mid It's only like two weeks from now. Pay hey, plan it out for April 1st is much better. And you got to start getting cranking today. If that is because you're basically one to two months out. You got to plan that. Now, one, by the way, I talked about purpose-driven networkers. And we've been seeing rank advancements here or the wins. If you're interested, check it out, PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. I'd love to hop on Zoom and prospect with you and uh, answer your questions. Okay, anyway, getting back to rank advancements, one of the things to, um, a great time to do it is leading up to an event. So talk about timing. Say we have uh, an event in April, you know, April, April 1st. Right, the event is the weekend. Now I don't know if April first is the weekend or whatever, but I would plan the rank advancement run maybe two or three weeks after that, or even a month after that event, because it takes time to ramp up. And when do people get fired up, ramped up? Normally at events. Right now, there's two ways to go about it. You can even launch your momentum. I'll go call the momentum phase, right at the event, or just say you're going to start cranking out right now. Right, you can launch the rank advancement at that event. Okay, but events are a great time because it's motivation. Um, so I just want to be clear: uh, events are a great time because people are emotional, they're fired up. Great time to get them going, and, and or yourself as well. So if you're like, "Oh, I, I need some motivation right now," you can start getting going right now. But sometimes it's a little hard. But start doing a little, you know, workout consistently on the DMO production. But once you hit that event, uh, the event, then you start picking up momentum and you can launch your rank advancement run. And for most companies, rank advancement runs are normally a month. You got to hit something during either a specific month from you know the first to the thirty first, or during a four week cycle. So you again, it takes about one to two months to create that momentum. And events are a great way to launch that launch that momentum. All right, let's talk about this. In rank advancements, there are two parts. First part, and most importantly, is you, yourself, right? You are the train, right? I, that just like I shared examples, when you're doing rank advancements for your team, you got to lead by example. You got to, more important, set the example. You got to set the example. And so you personally have to increase personal enrollments. Rank advancements is not sitting on your butt. Oh, let's get my team to duplicate it and do stuff. No, no, it doesn't work that way. Sorry. It is about you going out there and increase your enrollments. So you need to increase your DMO, your daily method of operation. And on our website, mlnation.com, if you don't have one, we have a proven DMO that works, 35553, right? Now, if you want to get a rank advancement, the truth is you have to like, you know, ramp that up triple four times, five times the numbers there during this time, okay? You really need to increase your personal uh, enrollments because how do you start a fire? Through a little match, a little spark. You are that spark. Your team watches what you do, right? If you're just motivating, talking, talking, but nothing happens, that doesn't motivate them. They are motivated by your actions. So you, you have to increase your DMO. And by the way, just to uh, you know share with you, DMO three is... Uh, it's three posting three times a day. You got five meeting five new five new people five five new, five new prospects a day, and then you also have inviting five right inviting five people to take a look at a business. You have five follow ups, and you want to send three people to a presentation. Okay, three five 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 three. Again, you can get a copy of that at mlnation.com for the uh, DML. So, also another great way to ramp up your production is through old prospects. 
Can, okay, I'm gonna repeat that. Another way to ramp up your person recruits, great way to get people uh, interested is with your old prospects, especially those who have followed up our present, uh, who watched the presentation before, okay? For those who watched the presentation, great time to follow up with them. So one of the ways to follow up with you share winner update, right? So I'll, I'll give you an example. I have a talk to my friend, John. Hey, John, it's been a while since we talked, but things have been awesome in what I've been doing, my business. I love it. Would you be open to take another look at what we're doing? It's been a while since we talked. Would you be open to take another look? All right? That's very simple. Share win or update and then ask them whether they were interested to take a look or not. All right? Now, if you, that's a more of a direct approach. If you want an indirect approach, you can say, hey, John, it's been a while since we talked, but my business has been awesome. I've been really busy getting new customers, helping, growing my team. Anyway, how are things going with you? And then if they reply back, when they reply back, then say, by the way, I know it's been a while since we talked. Would you be open to taking another look? Okay, it's been really, really awesome. See, that's a good way to follow up with them, right? So so go through your list, you know, your prospect list, go through your messenger. Um, there's a great app, you know, if you're using contact mapping, if you have you go check it out, mlnation.com forward slash mapping. Um, that allows that allows you, you know, helps you keep track of prospects. Or if you have a spreadsheet or just, you know, Reach out or reach out to old journals. Maybe you're old school. You have journals on there, right? Journals. They'll go through your journals and and look it up and uh, reach out to those people. And especially there are people who you haven't reached out to, right? And maybe you've been posting. Maybe you you know them for a while. You never invite them. You can say, oh my goodness, you know what? Uh, I'm so sorry. I just realized I never, things have been awesome. I've been busy, but I've never told you what I've been working on. Hey, would you be open? This may or may not be for you. Would you be open to taking a look? Okay, I'm working on something exciting. It may or may not be for you. Would you be open to taking a look? So you reach out to people you haven't prospected. Okay, now, if you're posting consistently on social media, which is, again, very important, people are following you, but you have to understand people don't reach out. Right? A novice marketer will think, oh, I'm doing this marketing. People magically come to me. I attract like a magnet. Maybe you've even seen those things. Mag like those images. The magnet where people come to me. The reality is that's not going to happen. Okay. People are not going to reach out because they think the marketing is for strangers or for other people, not for them. Yeah, I remember when I was building, people would say, oh, Simon, I hate that you're doing well. They never reached out because they never thought the order stuff was for them. Right, they thought that business is for a certain type of people, not for them. So they or they're not qualified enough. They shouldn't. And people are just shy in general to ask. Right, ask. It just goes back to you know, you, most kids don't go up and ask the teacher, "Hey, what's this?" Right, they're waiting for the teacher to ask them. So one thing you can say is, "Hey, I'm sorry. I realized I've never reached out to you about what I'm doing, but I'm working on something exciting. I may or may not be for you. But would you be open to taking a look?" All right, that's a great way. You have followers, so I would go back and anyone who's liked or commented on your post uh, recently or even in the past, you can you can go as far back as you want. You just want high numbers, right? Uh, like I said, qu like quintuple, triple, quintuple DMO. So every day, send out invites, fifteen to twenty invites. Hey, I'm working on something exciting. It may or may not be for you. Would you be open to taking a look? You have to ramp up your personal production. So go back as far as back in time and you want to get these conversations going again. Okay, really important. And again, uh, going back to DMO, you still want to be posting, going to Facebook groups or Instagram hashtags or LinkedIn, meeting new contacts. You got to hit your numbers. The 35553, what I talked about, ML Nation, the cheat sheet. Uh, you got to 
triple or quintuple those numbers. Now, also, if you're marketing, uh, now another mistake is even if you're doing social media stuff, there's always a delay in marketing, right? It's just, just because you posted today, you're probably not going to get any, you probably won't get crickets. You're not going to get people running back to you. It's about consistency. Okay? People buy your consistency. That's why you have to be consistent. Consistency creates trust. That's one of the things our purpose-driven networkers do. The ones who are active, they're consistently showing up. And that's why people are noticing what they're doing and it makes the conversation a lot, lot easier. But generally, it's a delay, but you have to reach out to people and you have to be consistent, consistent, consistent. Even though they don't respond back, they are watching you, okay? You have to be consistent. All right, so let's talk about, so that's your personal production. Let's go to the second part, which is your team. And I'm going to talk about a few things here. Number one is... You want to do some type of campaign, right? Campaigns are like contests, incentives. Um, those are great. And I'm going to talk about why 90-day challenges are not good, okay? Um, and I'll talk about it in a second. But let's talk about before you grow your team, you have to make sure your team doesn't quit and get smaller. Now, I know, I'm going to share three things with you here. Now, of, of course, you are going to, um, they are going to eventually quit. Some people will quit. It's just the nature, right? You go to, it doesn't matter where you go, what gym, what diet program, what membership, golf club, people are going to quit. You can't prevent that. But there are three things they can do that prevent most people from quitting. Okay. Now you're going to have the quitters, you know, one out of four, you know, that doesn't matter what you do, eventually you're going to quit. But the majority of them, you can keep them in there. There's a couple important things. Number one is, you, like I said, you have to consistently recruit, right? We talked about that. Because re- when you recruit, bring in new people, the new people will replace. Uh, um, and generally, sometimes it may be frustrating. The people quitting maybe qu- quit faster than people you're bringing in. But eventually, you bring in a leader, and that leader will bring in more people than quit, than those that quit. Uh, I had, you know, my first year, I had 30-something people, 33 people, like 30. One of them was my mom. The rest all quit except for this one person. But this one person did more than 10,000 people combined. Okay, now it's like he's made over millions of dollars in network marketing and very, very successful. Or you need just one person. That's why you need to continue to personally recruit. Um, so that will help your team from getting smaller. The second thing is you have to manage the disappointments of your team. What do I mean by that? It's like you have to prevent them, protect them from rejection, Right. Manage disappointments is really important. Protect them from rejection, meaning, you know, it's an entrepreneurial roller coaster, up and down, up and down, up and down. Even when you start a new distributor, you want to get them to invite, create a quick wins. Don't wait for a package or training, you know, a package to arrive to start training them because guess what? They're going to be like, what did I spend all that money for? They're going to start talking to people. They don't know what to say. They're going to get rejection and they're going to be quitting. Okay, so you want to get them started ASAP, get them a quick win. Doesn't mean they're going to need to get results, but a quick win could be someone to watch, look at the video. That's a quick win. Send out 10 invites, get four friends, send out four videos. That's a win. Okay, you want to manage their disappointment and you want to reward activity and not just results. You got to make them feel good. So someone sent out four videos, post it in your group. Hey, I'm so happy for John Smith. Sent out four videos yesterday. Love, you know, the attitude, the work ethic. So proud of them, right? That's an example. Reward it. Post it. If you have a Facebook group, post it. If you're doing a training course, recognize these people on those calls. They love it. You have to reward the activity. Um, and the third thing is you got to make people feel good regardless of what level they're at. Okay, make people feel good. And not everyone's going to be like you. Not everyone's, you know, don't expect everyone to be a leader. 
And if they're not, don't make them feel like a loser, right? Don't make them, that's, that's why I'm talking about 90-day challenges are not good because people feel like can't do it and they feel like a loser. So make them feel good. Don't make them feel like loser. Create that social atmosphere of fun and they basically become customers, all right? So those are three things you want to consistently recruit, manage the disappointments of your team, uh, reward activity, and make them feel good regardless. Those people who don't do much, you don't want to make, oh, you are not worthy, you are not going to be a leader. I, I know if you're driven, it's easy to feel like that. I made those mistakes too. I was like a go-getter. I expect everyone to be like that, and people weren't. So I'll make, I'll make them feel bad. I'll guilt them, which doesn't work. Let them be part of the social club. Make them feel good, okay? That, and by the way, when you do, I'm going to talk about challenges and a contest. When, if you make them feel good, they will do something. Most won't do a lot. Most will not. You may not even have anyone to do a lot. You just need most people to do something. Even just one $10 customer. Hey, that's good, right? Because that's $10 more. That's $10 more than you have. But just if you have a team, you have 20 people getting a $10 customer. Hey, that adds up, right? And basically, how well they do is how well you make them feel. The more you make them, you know, I always have a saying, I teach at a purpose-driven network as I post online. When you feel good, you do good. Make them feel good where they at. They don't need to be like a super go-getter leader. Just appreciate them for who they are. Okay, now we're going to talk about 90-day challenges, challenges and contests. And I just want to talk about why 90-day challenges are not good. Uh, number one, consistency beats intensity all the time, okay? Just like most people are not going to be the leaders, uh, maybe only 3% and most 5% are go-getters. Most won't. 90% of them won't do it. So you're going to make them feel bad, right? You can make them feel like a loser. Oh, in order to be to be successful, I got to be a 90-day challenge. Oh, I'm never going to be successful at this. I'm not, so they're going to quit. Again, make them feel good where they are. And think about 90-day challenges realistically. When was the last time you did anything for 90 days? When's the last time anyone you know you did did something for 90 days? And uh, what's the, you know, and you expect yourself to change? You're not going to change overnight like that. It takes tremendous discipline of someone to do something consistent, hardcore, all out for 90 days. Okay, uh, I'll just to share disclaimer. I have never done. I, I, you know, a lot of people say I'm one of the most consistent, disciplined person. I've done things for four weeks. Uh, I've done things for 20 years. A little bit each day, but I've never done something hardcore all out for 90 days. Never done it in, in whether it's working out and or network marketing. Now, you know, sit-ups, you know, I always have a joke. If you have you been to an event, uh, I, I've been doing sit-ups for 10 minutes a day for over 20-something years. And out of the 20-something years, I may have missed, I've missed less than 60 days. I do 10 minutes, but that's 10 minutes is easy. It's not a hardcore. It's just, you know, me and iPad watch some sports and do some sit-ups. I never don't I don't do a hardcore workout. That you can do. See, the consistency beats the intensity. But for me, you're telling me to do go out there and do a hardcore, you know, a hit workout or, you know, a super abdomen, abdomen workout for 30 minutes. I would do it for a week and I would stop. Okay. It's really, really difficult. And network marketing, the hard, longest I went was 28 days, hardcore. Hardcore means 12 hours a day, hardcore. And by the way, when you say intensity, 90 day challenge, that's hardcore, right? I did it for 28 days. By the 30th, I'm like, God, I can't wait to be over. I need a day off. Okay. So, um, 90 day challenge is also the holidays come up, right? They just say you the kids are in school and you have spring break, your summer holidays, vacation time. How are you going to be consistent on 90 days? If you look at any time during a 90 day in the calendar, there's always holidays coming up. So, you really cannot do 90 days. 
right? So most won't do it. And what happens is once someone, your team, that maybe you can do 90 days, okay? You, you can do it. But most people, if they don't, don't make it well, they feel that they have failed and they can't do this business. You know, the belief in themselves, belief in the profession just goes down the drain, right? And they, it reinforces the mental block that this is not that, this is great business, but I can't do it. And then it creates a lack of integrity. They can't tell, they can't prospects. They can't go out there and prospect and tell their friends how great the business is because deep down, they feel like they cannot do it. So how can I prospect other people when deep down, I feel I cannot do it, right? It creates that fear of prospecting and the feel I'm lying to my friends. That's a huge, huge problem. So the solution is really get everyone to do something simple and easy, but make it consistent. It could be get one presentation sent out a day, but do that for the rest of your life. That is possible. Send one video a day to anyone. I'll do it for six days a week. Take seven, take Sunday off, but do it consistently. Right? By the way, the average rep does only one presentation a month. The average person does one presentation. I bet you if you listen to your downlines, I'm not sending, not everyone in your team is sending one presentation. If you can just get someone to send one presentation a day and just do it for 10 straight days, watch, they will get customers. Okay. Do a shorter challenge, seven days, a weekend, right? Send five videos in the next seven days. Do a weekend, uh, a weekend warrior, you know, see who can send the most presentations in the next 48 hours. That people can do. Right? Remember, consistency beats intensity. Think of the cave, right? How is caves made? It wasn't because of a giant boom, like an earthquake or a tsunami. The cave was water dripping, dripping, dripping over the years. And that's how the Grand Canyon, water dripping becomes the Grand Canyon. It wasn't because of some big thing that happened. Consistency always beats intensity. And you want your downline, the important thing to um, note, remember is you want them to maintain their integrity, right? Most people have integrity. I know you listen, you have integrity. You feel bad if you're lying to someone, right? And that's one of the major reasons for lack of duplication. They feel bad. Your downlines feel bad because they can't do what they're saying, how great this business is. You're telling people how great this business is, but they feel like, I can't do a 90-day challenge. I'm not consistent. Well, then I can't do it. How can I tell my prospects how, how good this is? That's why it goes back to you have the reward activity. When, when you're rewarding activity, you're making them feel good. They feel, oh, I can't do this. When they feel good and they feel confident, they can they tell their friends that their friends can feel good. They get to feel good because part of success is not just about, about the money. It's about the camaraderie, the fulfillment, the feeling of growing, the feel good, right? They, people like to do things that make them feel good. You're listening to this because it makes you feel good. Allows you have sh- turned this off a long time ago. It makes you feel good, inspires you. So your downline's got to be feel good, right? When they feel good, they do good. So creating these quick wins, rewarding activities. Uh, otherwise, they feel like they're lying to prospects. It doesn't feel good. It's not that good. They're not going to take any action. So again, create the solution. Create that quick win, reward activities. Uh, and also, you want to get your downlines to use the products ASAP. So why? Because they can get a story immediately, right? So even if they don't have the business success, Right, we always know that you got to manifest, act like you be before you become, right? Act like you're successful already. But if you get the product story, success, or the service, or a story based on your service, they can share that. They feel good because they feel like they're not lying to their prospects. Okay, you have to make manage their integrity, uh, make so main for them to maintain their integrity, so they feel like they're not lying to the team. Create that quick win for them. Okay, the last thing we want to talk about is campaigns and contests. Don't forget to get everyone to do something. Go to go 
is to get everyone to do something. Not every, lots of things, just something, a little bit, a little bit. Because most of the people don't do it. Just get one customer, one video a day. And your contest, you want to get people doing stuff, right? But the main objection to a contest incentive is, why bother? It's not for me. I can't do it. That's the main objection. Oh, great. You can win a trip. But I can't do that. Come on. That, that's the way I used to feel. I'm a shy, quiet Asian kid. You know, people who are, um, I used to think Caucasians were much better talkers. Those Caucasians, although they talk way much better than me, I'm a shy, quiet Asian kid. English is my third language. Those kids, they can do it. Those guys, they can do it. Those leaders in corporate, they're good. They're talk, good talkers. I can't. I don't know. I don't know many people, right? So why bother? If they, so you want to get people just involved. You're not there to create all oh, this, everyone doing lots of stuff. You just want to get everyone to do something. So give prizes where everyone can win, right? But really, only small percentage of people really go hardcore to win the top three. We want to give prizes to everyone, lots of prizes. So our prizes can be free. You don't, don't spend tons of money. So I'll give you a couple of ideas here. Um, prizes can be free, like... You get a free training with a top leader in your company, right? Go up your, go up your, at the line, find a top, top leader. Say, could you do a, do a one hour, special one hour training for my team? Go out there. There'll be most of the leaders will be happy to do that. And if they, and so the prize can be, if you get one customer, keep it short. If you get one customer, Hey, you can go out and attend this free training, right? If you um, send out one video for seven straight days, you can do you can do this. Create it simple, simple, simple. All right, simple wins. Make it, and the prizes can be free. Nothing special. Simple wins, or could be, you know, a special online event. Right, with these type of leaders, or if you're a leader with a huge team, a special, you know, mentoring session with, with me. Right, with you. I'm saying not me. You with you. That's something you can do. But the prizes can be free. Right. Um, you can do a another idea is a pre contest. Right. In order to enter this contest, right, you have to enter. And one of the things of this pre-contest, that's how you enter. Right? You don't have to pay to enter, but you have to send out five videos today. If you send out five videos today, send five videos to five random people, you can enter. Right? Or make one customer in seven days. If you get one customer in seven days, seven days you can enter. That's another idea you can do. And once you enter this contest, then they're in that the contest. So there's a pre-contest in a contest, right? You got to do one something to be qualified for this contest. And then you don't tell them about the prizes. Please don't not tell about the prizes because they will talk themselves out of it, right? They think it's too good. Because think about your think about your team. When was the last time they actually won something? Probably never. So don't talk about the prizes. Otherwise, they'll talk themselves out of it. And once you qualify, you can get them to a separate Facebook group. So again, why? Because you don't want others to make others feel bad. For those who don't qualify, they, you don't want, it goes back to talk about managing their integrity, making them feel good. You don't want them to feel like, oh, I'm a loser. I didn't make it, right? So you can show your wins in a separate Facebook group in there or the wins that's happening. You don't want others to see that, okay? I know there's certain type of, you, know, you may be thinking, wouldn't that motivate them? No, it doesn't motivate them like that. People are not going to be motivated like that. They're going to be motivated. They're not. If they, if they were motivated, they were actually would have joined it already, right? They would have done the simple thing to qualify already. They're not the person. If the ones who are motivated would be would have qualified. So, but you do want the ones who are not motivated. You don't want them to make them feel bad. So they get the uh, one sale. They get this free training. You get a prizes. Uh, last thing, not big prizes. Don't spend too much money. There's actually uh, scientific studies that show big prizes does not 
lead to bigger uh, performance or more results, okay? The reality is you, if you have a big team, uh, you have people that doesn't matter what the prizes are, they're going to go fight next to be the top three. Okay, these are the go-getters. They'll do whatever it takes to win it because that's the driven. And then you have most of the people are not going to do much. But big prices definitely doesn't drive the performance. Uh, it actually ends up killing your budget. I've seen people waste so much money, um, even like free trips and stuff, get into financial uh, issues because of doing that and doesn't really reward that much. I've learned that mistake too. I remember first time, $100 if you bring in the you know five three-way calls and people we want to do it. Just people are not like them. Keep it simple, simple, simple. And uh, the whole point is make them feel good. Okay. So, or it could be like, hey, you you, you attend a dinner with me, something like that. But keep it, don't spend, don't go crazy and spend too much money. So, um, you want to do these mini challenges one to two times a month. Okay. So, let's talk about the timing. During the uh, timing, we talk about it takes a launch phase, create time to create momentum. A good time is to create this challenge. If you want to do your rank advancement, just say in April, time to do them like next week, get started. Plan it out. Next week, get started. First one or two weeks, you may not get that much uh, momentum in there. Be patient. A lot of it, time depends. A lot of it depends on you as well on how you, your personal recruiting. Okay. But be patient. And, um, once you bring these people in, it launches. And that brings back, when I got my rank advancement, is we actually had a company incentive where we had to qualify for something. And me and a couple of leaders, we born in people. And all of a sudden, that created momentum. And the rest of the team, all these people, that my top three top three leaders, they all bought in four. Yeah, it was top three, three of us, including myself, right? So, it was, so there was only two of my leaders and me, three of us total. So we bought in like 20-something 20-something people within 14 days and they realized, oh my goodness, got momentum. And they led to momentum and then that, that the rest of the team saw that. All of a sudden, people out of nowhere, they got like one customer, one $50 customer, another person got a $200 customer. That created volume and that led to the rank advancement. And that, but the rank advancement happened like seven, eight weeks later. So anyway, if you find this helpful, please uh, find me on social media, drop me uh, a link. And if you want to take your business to the next level, check out Purpose Driven Networkers, PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Hey, my vision is to have a thousand network marketers get to a thousand dollars a month in the next 12 months. And uh, we can do that. And Purpose Driven Networkers, it starts off as $10 a month. $10 a month, you get my help. You get a prospect with me, have me answer your questions. I uh, go check it out. People are loving it in there. And uh, I want to make an impact with you. Uh, and I want to, yeah, I want you to be one of the thousand people I help. So anyway, that is rank advancement. My action step for you is number one, plan it out. Decide when you can go for it. Again, even if you have no team, you should go for it because you got to rank advance. You got to move up, right? You don't feel good staying there. Number two, if you have a team, you definitely need to because number one is you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your team. Your team are watching you. Okay, that inspire them. When you rank advance, they will rank advance as well. They'll be inspired by what you see. And number three, if you want to take things to the next level, create some, especially struggling with consistency, check out Purpose Driven Networkers. Just go to PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. All right, everyone, that is my message for you. Looking forward to hearing, seeing you in Purpose Driven Networkers and hearing about your rank advancements. And uh, go out there, make it happen. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there, have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.